Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right, I'm Ron Calgill. The Mighty House team is back. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Rad. We're broadcasting worldwide and live. MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. If you give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline, it's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Again, that number, 877-711-5611. We're also giving away the Klein Tool of the Month. Uh, This month, the Klein Tool bag is uh, going to be given away. If you're watching on the Facebook, you've been able to see it. It's a... it's a pretty large, like, duffel bag kind of thing that you can throw a lot of large tools in. So it's uh, it's really cool. So, again. Right. You go to the Mighty House Facebook page, yep. book face page, and, and Robbie put up a nice picture of it. Oh, did she? Uh, yeah. It's oh. $73. <laughs> there you go. Because, you know, all I, as yeah. you will find out in a yeah. moment, you know, <laughs> cost is very important to me. Yeah. That's a $73 gym bag. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice. excellent. It's, it's excellent. So. With that, it's time. Uh, we're gonna. We've got uh, Chuck Saragusa. Also, uh, we want to thank you for helping sponsoring the show and and uh, and coming in today and talking a little bit about us uh, about what you do because uh, you do a ninety nine dollar closing. I guess that, that's what your website says. It is uh, for sellers only. Ninety nine dollars. That includes everything. Uh, I do a lot of them. I'm very efficient, and uh, that's the real price. How can you, okay, how much time do you commit to a close? It's a few hours when you get down to it for a seller. The uh, buyer's attorney always has to spend much more time on it uh, because a buyer's attorney is always going to deal with the inspector who's going to uh, provide a report. Uh, The buyer's attorney always has to uh, communicate with the buyer, uh, perhaps with the buyer's inspector, uh, to determine what repairs the buyer is going to ask for. Uh, so the buyer's attorney spends much more time on that, uh, preparing a letter that comes to me or an email uh, requesting repairs. Uh, so really all I have to do is respond to that uh, when I communicate with the seller. Do you have to be at the close? I'm always here at the closing. Um, these days the closings are much smoother than they used to be. Uh, the reason for that is that in the old days, Uh, When the buyer did an inspection and he had some problem uh, with things that weren't repaired, at least as far as the buyer was concerned, whether he's right or wrong, uh, there'd be some negotiating, tussling back and forth at the closing table. Uh, Nowadays, that doesn't happen. Uh, You just can't negotiate repairs at the closing. So as a result, the closings are smoother. Uh, They're really a a non-event because everything is done before the closing. But before the closing, you're still working. I do. And I have a young attorney that assists me. Okay, so now you have two people. He's got people. 
Now you have two people doing a close for $99. What can I tell you? Look at um, <laughs> Google+. Plus. Uh, you'll see all sorts of favorable reviews. Um, oh, I'm not saying that you're not great. I just don't I, understand how you can do this for $99. Because that's what I do. Try it out. Volume. Sometimes uh, uh, I can do one a day. Um, I also have a, a corporate client or two that are in the real estate business. So, so it's not just that, all he does. Yeah. So that really is the price. What is, what do. It's like, it's like the, uh, you know, it's like when you go to the grocery store and you buy, you know, whatever you're looking at and it's actually, they, they're selling it at a, at a, at a, at a discount price, basically just get you in the door. So he's getting you in the door and then he's got other services. Like when you want to, when you want to sell or you want to do something else, you call him back for that. It's like a loss leader. That's what they call it. Is that what it is? It's not a loss leader. Oh, it's not. It's, okay. It's, it's $99. You can, uh, anyone that has tried it is fine. They all get great service. You can get me evenings and weekends. Uh, I can only go to the gym an hour or two a day. <laughs> After that, I like what I do. And that's yeah. what I do. So what do other people, what is like an average cost for other people? Who, uh, some service? other attorneys will charge four to $500 for a seller or a buyer. That's craziness. How long have you been doing this? Um, about 10 years before that, um, I worked at a law firm and did commercial litigation where I'd represent wealthy people fighting with each other. Uh, <laughs> but that really, uh, gets at, gets on you after a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it's very contentious. Uh, it's much, uh, more pleasant to represent people buying or selling a home. Uh, they're happy when they get to the closing table, a photo gets taken where the person's got their keys. The seller gets their money. Uh, and generally, real estate attorneys um, are much more agreeable than uh, attorneys and other uh, avenues of work uh, because they all have the common goal of getting the seller to sell the home and the buyer wants to buy it. Uh, it's much less contentious and everyone's trying to work to the same goal, the real estate agents and the, the attorneys and the buyer and the seller. So, uh, Chuck Saragusa, it's a $99 closing. It's $99closing.com. Is that that's your website? No, you're close. Okay, go uh, ahead. I know what that is, it. $99closing.com. Okay. <laughs> the 99 are two numbers and dollars a word, closing yeah, to word.com. Yeah, see, it's spelled out. How long have you been offering the $99 close? Um, ever since I've been doing it for about 10 years. So, at some point, when are you going to make it the... One ninety nine. Well, I'm not ninety nine dollars. Is a... you can't keep that like forever. <laughs> well, for the I guess uh, for the moment it is, and people should take advantage of they it. They should. Yeah. Because that's crazy. Actually, my wife, who um, does acupuncture uh, and is familiar with uh, Asian custom and practice, she tells me that ninety nine is a very favorable number in Asia. Oh, oh that's there you good. go. So. I don't know if we've given out the number lately, 877-711-5611. If you have a real estate question? Yes, because I would say not only Absolutely. can we talk about the $99 close, which is amazing, but people can call and ask you any question that they want. Are, are you any ready? Any question they want. I'm ready. Do, we got one call up. You ready? Who is that? We got, is that Will? It is Will. Okay. Here comes your first question. All right. Hey, Will, you got a question for Chuck? Yeah, how you doing, Mr. Circus? I just was wondering, could you explain a little bit more to the audience? Uh, we've been running into the changes in uh, the standard contract 7.0 now, especially where they deal with you. We're not supposed to let the seller know the various um, defects because then they'd have to disclose them to the next seller. 
that's, or the next buyer, rather. That's not quite so, right. Anyway. What you're talking about is the provision in the new multi-board 7.0 contract, yeah. which provides that when a buyer retains a professional inspector to inspect the home and the buyer's attorney then sends a letter email to the seller's attorney asking for repairs, the, se- right. the new 7.0 specifically states that the inspection report is not to be sent by the buyer's attorney to the seller's attorney when the buyer's right. attorney forwards the email with the inspection requests or the repair right. requests. And the, and, and the reason for that is that because the inspection report is a legal document, uh, the seller can always say, oh, I never knew about, let's say, that failing ceiling because, you know, they can then have to disclose it later because it was just a letter from a lawyer to a lawyer. That's true, but remember that the buyer's attorney's email to the seller's attorney is going to list whatever repair requests the buyer wants, so the repairs are listed there. It's just a matter of whether the seller's attorney on some occasions may not, the seller's attorney and the seller may not understand a particular repair request, and under those circumstances, the seller's attorney can ask for the report. But the report is specifically not to be given. Got it. All right. Thanks, Will. And whoa, there we go. Cool. That ju- I don't like that. Guess Will yeah. didn't like your response. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like that. I idea. the thing that bothers me all the time is, you know, when you buy a house and you have that little line on the contract that says as is. Right. What part of as is allows you to ask for repairs? <laughs> well, the, the the so-called as is paragraph is optional. Uh, it's not right. automatically checked. And for the most part, most buyer, uh, most buyers are not going to want to have that checked when they buy because they do want to have an inspection. They do want to see what repairs, if any, are needed. Generally, right. the only time that as-is paragraph is going to be checked by a buyer is if the buyer uh, is a contractor, uh, knows the condition of the home. Uh, he's going to buy it no matter what condition it is because he's seen it. Uh, perhaps right. he's going to do some extensive rehab. Uh, and it's also uh, a motivating factor for a seller if a buyer marks that because then the seller knows uh, that there shouldn't be any repair requests coming. So okay. maybe the buyer can. Right. Okay. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We're, we're talking with Chuck Saragusa, 99closing.com. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. You see this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if you want to sign up and uh, have a chance to win the Klein Tool of the Month, we are giving away a Klein Tool bag. It's uh, like a gym bag. Today. At the end of today's show, we're going to give that away. Yes. 877-711-5611. Five six one one. Give Trixie a call and tell her you want to be put on the list. We'll have that drawing at the end of the show. 
to win a $73 Klein Tool Gym bag. Right. Duffel you don't bag. have to come on air. You nope. don't have to ask a question. Nope. Just call in and ask Trixie, put you on the yep. your name in the bag. That's right. So, uh, and we'll you... pick it out of the bag. <laughs> there you go. We'll actually put all the names in the bag and then draw. That's perfect. And uh, if somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, to actually see a, a picture of that bag, how, would, how could they do that? Uh, you could actually go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, put in your first name, last name, your email address, scroll on down to the bottom, and click on Boom Done. I'm doing the Vanna White thing for Facebook. I see. Yeah. That's a fine job you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Hey, Safety got... orange, that thing is. Yes, it is. And we've got Chuck in the studio here. Chuck Saragusa, the $99 closing. Mm-hmm. For sellers only. For oh, see now, now see now, he's like he's like bringing it down. He's like de- defining you know, what it, all, that is. it says that right on the site. It's yep. not like he's making this up on the yep. fly. No, not no, like our contest. <laughs> no, that's how we give things away. We just make it up as we go. That's how it is. Yes, Robbie. Nothing. I'm just thinking back about the non dis dis not disclosing the inspection report. Inspection Inspe- report. I I can't get past it. Doesn't make sense. Why? Why doesn't it make sense? Because you don't disclose it to the... Well, no, you got to remember, the theory behind it, I assume, is that in the wildly unlikely event, there's a major foundational or structural problem with the home that's mentioned in the inspection report, uh, unless and until the seller's attorney receives the report and then gives it to his client, the seller doesn't technically have knowledge of some major foundational or structural problem. Which, in reality, they probably do. <laughs> Ultimately, you're going to have to talk to the Chicago Association of Realtors to determine why they put that in there. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But, but the reality is, uh, frequently, when I represent a seller, the buyer's attorney does send the inspection report because there really is no penalty or... or there's no downside to no, it. No, there's no... There's no reason why the seller typically doesn't want it other than this unusual situation. And many times what happens is when I represent a seller and I get a letter with 25 different repair requests that were generated by the inspection report, the seller literally, uh, and I as an attorney, aren't going to know exactly what a one-line repair request means. So then I frequently wind up sending an email to the buyer's attorney Asking, please forward the inspection report because I don't understand one of your repair requests. Right. Yep. It should be automatic. I want to know if somebody pays for a $400 or $600 inspection on my house. Well, the other thing to remember is the buyer paid for it. So I was just really going to say that. A, that's not your report. Yeah, that's the buyer's, the buyer's report. report. Now you want to pay 300 bucks? I'll give you a copy. Well, it's we'll more than that. Then. So <laughs> if no, the buyer's we'll paid it. for it, yeah. uh, it's, it doesn't belong to the seller and there's no reason for the seller to have it because it's the buyer's information. Right, just right. like blueprints and stuff. If you were yes. building a house, and the the blueprints until you pay for them are the architects. You know, once you pay for them, then they become yours. Well, so. and even then, there's still some copyright there where sure. you know it depends on the plan. But a lot of times, they're the overall design or elevation is always the property. It's the intellectual property of the architect. Yep, yep, it is. There's a lot wrong with your house, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Find out yourself. Go go hire no, your own inspector. The whole thing is, is that there's a lot wrong with that house. Then you just lowball the price or whatever. You can use it as a negotiating tactic or whatever, right. but you could also ask for repairs if you feel that it, it 
needs it. But, you know, some inspection reports, I've got some that say, you know, there's no draperies on a window. It's a privacy issue. Listen, Captain Obvious, I don't need an inspector <laughs> you know to what? point out there's no draperies on a window. You you hit it right on the head is regrettably now uh, the way it works and realtors don't like it because it really creates extra work is that uh, this inspection report is really used by buyers as a method to try to renegotiate the price where mm-hmm. they'll list 15 different repairs uh, and maybe the hot water heater is 15 years old. Well, the house is 15 years old. The price that they agreed to pay in the contract reflects a 15-year-old house with a 15-year water heater. So when the inspector says the water heater is ending uh, at the end of its, its life, nearing yeah, the end of its nearing just, at the end right. of its useful life, well, the reality is the price reflects it. So yeah. frequently, right. buyers' attorneys that are trying to do the best they can for the buyer uh, will ask for many repairs, some of which are very minor. Uh, and sometimes the seller's response, because he doesn't have a contractor, uh, doesn't want to deal with it, will offer a closing cost credit to resolve the issue. Uh, so then there's an agreement. Yeah. yeah. And there's a whole other provision uh, in the 7.0 dealing with that, which is a new provision. Uh, the new provision uh, provides that when a buyer makes a repair request, the repair request must meet two requirements. One, it has to be a major component, meaning uh, there's a real problem with the roof, the foundation, uh, and, and it's critical in the conjunctive, and it be a health or safety issue. Uh, That's a few months old, and that's in the new 7.0, but everybody still remembers the way it used to be, so you still Mm -hmm. wind up getting buyers asking for uh, a multitude of small items, Now, the 7.0 provides that when the buyer does ask for things that aren't a major component that's a health or safety issue, the seller can terminate the contract. Well, the reality is the seller almost never does that because the seller still wants to sell the home. So there's still some back and forth uh, about the topic. So Hmm. off the top of my head, what... I can't think of a minor thing, but I a can't. A missing piece of baseboard. The baseboard. I can't missing. ask for that to be repaired now. I mean, not that I would, well, but the the seven point says the buyer is not supposed to do it, and the remedy the seller has is to terminate the contract. If he asks. Yeah, but that's really a. a, a yeah, I mean, most like you said, it. most sellers aren't going to terminate of a contract. They'll go take care of it. Right. Of course not. But I. But think I, I, at least that's there now because I mean, it depends where you live too. If you're in a hot market. You know, maybe there is another buyer next door or, you know, just a, an hour away. You know what I mean? You don't right. know. But, I mean, obviously, if you're you're dying to sell your house, that's a whole other animal. But You know, the reason it was put I, I've in I've always there. had mixed feelings. I think the home inspection, you know, is great for most people that don't know squat in a way. But it's, some of it's gotten crazy. And, I mean, it started out where I hated home inspections because there was no licensing. There was no training. It was just was, you'd had to have eight hours of training, whatever, and take the state test. It was They were horrible. Yeah. You know, Will and, 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 and Jeff and the guys in Nachi, they've really, you know, brought it to a different level where they're they're true inspectors and they do have the best interest of the of the buyer in you know in mind. Right. Then but I have it to say still this. gets somewhat re- crazy some of the stuff that I see on these reports. And I mean I'm building five million dollar houses in these reports. They send four guys there because they're big houses. Yeah. They're there all day. And some of the reports I get them fireplace doesn't function. Well, you know what? We're at the house while you're doing it. I don't follow you around, but you could have come over and asked me how to turn it on. It's a safety. You have to hold on and off at the same time to release the safety, dumbass. You know, so it's like it's crazy. I don't need an inspector telling me the fireplaces don't work when you don't know how to turn them on. 
Yeah, the remote's over here, buddy. <laughs> I have to tell, yeah. I have to tell you though, with all the inspectors' reports I've seen, they really do find uh, many things that a seller is not going to know about. They really do perform a very useful function for the buyer, so the buyer Agreed. really does understand if there's a GFCI that doesn't work, uh, mm -hmm. and then typically the buyer is going to come in uh, buying the house with eyes wide open, and and, and almost always it works out between the seller and the buyer. And it, they, I find the inspector's reports are really very thorough and very detailed and, and very accurate. So do you suggest... They're much better now. That's what yeah. I say. You know, last five, 10 years, whatever it's been. But I know 20 years ago or 15 years ago when the whole thing started up and every realtor used their buddy to, to do the inspections, it was just the Wild West. And it was just, it was stupid. So do you suggest that uh, people selling their house actually get the inspector in and, and that way, like, like preempt that and that way the, the inspection's there? That's a very good question. Um, it's not it's a bad as as idea. Your foundation's not. Well, there's, a, there's not a good answer to that because the pro is the seller can remedy things that will prevent the buyer's inspector from asking for things and thereby leading to the buyer's request for closing cost credit. The downside is... If there's anything major, and God help them, if there's mold or asbestos or something like that, the seller now knows it and has to disclose it. So generally, I would suggest that the, buy, the seller not do that. Rather, when I first speak with the seller, I tell them, make the house as good as you can. If you see a railing that's loose, get someone to screw it in. Uh, if something doesn't work, fix it. If there's a, a, a leak under the drain, get a licensed plumber and fix the leak under the drain. Look at your own home in a very uh, uh, skeptical way as if you just walked in and clean out the gutters, the downspouts, make it as good as you can. Yep. So when the buyer's inspector comes in, uh, any of the minor things are repaired. Yep, exactly. Yep. All right. We got about two minutes left. And we're talking with Chuck Saragusa and uh, the $99 spell out dollar closing.com, correct? Absolutely. And uh, he'll take care of you. And that is for sellers only that's it for sellers only $99 closing now you will help somebody sell their home or if you someone's buying a home you'll help them with that too or not uh at this point i'm busy enough that uh <laughs> i reluctantly represent buyers it's just a lot more time a lot more effort so you just like the closings uh, i much hey, i generally okay. try to represent sellers it's just faster it's, yeah oh yeah, that's what i mean less it's time sellers. yep so that that's that's like your niche you just you just want to handle the the uh the, the sellers and and uh, get things moving absolutely and you can look at google plus pages see all the great reviews including from some agents um i even have a, a review favorably from a chinese uh, client i represented in mandarin excellent all right there you go 99 dollars closing chuck saragusa i appreciate your time today buddy you bet all right we'll uh we'll be back right after this with more you are listening to mighty house this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why? Why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? <laughs> it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, I want to say again thanks to Chuck Saragusa 
for uh, stopping in. The $99closing.com is his website. You can check him out right there. Uh, join us on Facebook Live right now, brought mm-hmm. to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag hyphen E-R-A-D. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. That number again, 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And again, if you want to sign up for a chance to win the Klein Tool of the Month, we are giving away the Klein Tool tool bag. And uh, it's a canvas bag that we're giving away. And all you got to do is call 877-711-5611. You don't have to be in Chicago. You don't anywhere in the world. Call in and get your name on the list. Tell Trixie, hey, I want that uh, Klein tool bag. And we will uh, send it out to you. What we're going to do is have the drawing at the end of the show. And one person will win this. Trixie, I keep asking people to call in to make you crazy. Yeah. How many people have been calling in so far? Oh, good. That's six. not enough. <laughs> this is pretty good. We're we're getting more right now. We're getting yeah, people eight seven 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 one one five six one one. Call and irritate. I mean, uh, yes. call and enter to win. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. So, there we go. I thought I was trying to put the picture up of. Uh, there we go. There's Chuck. Next. All right. He he said something about running an Ironman? Mm-hmm. At 55 years old. He did an Ironman at 55. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Could you do that? I can't even run Not at a 18. mile. <laughs> right. Not at 18. <laughs> no, that's it. Uh, no, even when I was in, maybe I could have pulled it off when I was in the military, but not anymore. It's not happening. So, all right, phone calls are coming in for that Klein tool bag, 877-711-5611. And uh, just give Trixie a call. Tell her you want to be put on the list. Of course, if you got a question for us, you could do that too. And uh, we'll get you squared away. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Da-da-da-da. Back up to the top. Oh, let's talk about your building in Florida segment. You posted two segments there, Rich. What's that all about? So the first one was that the house is uh, dried in. So the roof has the base sheet installed, which we do, like you call it, uh, your ice and water shield. So we just call it peel and stick down here, but there's different types. So we have a base sheet down now so that the house is dried in. So if it rains, obviously it doesn't leak in the house. And also the liquid applied uh, waterproofing that we use on all of our wood structures. And it's a uh, Prosecco 250. It's a self-sealing so like when the lathers go to put their lath up for the stucco, the nails going into it will self-seal around that. So it's watertight, but it is a vapor permeable waterproofing. So it does not trap moisture. Okay. What, allow it to breathe. Repeat that. It's a what? Vapor permeable. Meaning? Waterproofing. So water vapor can make it through that, but liquid water cannot. Man, you're getting a lot of text messages today. What's going on? Uh, I got friends of mine flying to Belize this morning, and they're just texting one another. And I got the phone turned down. But, yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? (laughs) Anyway, so that was the first one. Okay. So there's a video there. You can look at just kind of how it looks with the waterproofing. 
Um, then I went in the house, and the metal framers are working. Um, so all of our interior walls we do with metal frame. And basically, most of our houses are all concrete and block. We don't even usually do wood second stories. We always do block second floor. Okay. So there's basically very little to no wood in a house. And yeah. that's basically because we have dry wood termite issues. Okay. So, you know, termites like wood. So if you don't put wood in the house, no termites. Okay. Um, Is that why you're but, using all the steel studs then? A good portion, yes. That's okay. why we do the, the metal studs. And the metal studs are straighter than wood. You know what I mean? They don't warp. They don't twist. So you get straighter walls. But what so, about the sound issue? I, I always find that the steel studs, there's like more sound transmission through a steel stud than a wood stud. There can be, but, you know, a lot of times you can put R11 sound bats in the walls, and we'll do that around studies, master bedrooms, things like that. But other than that, it's, it's not much different than Oh, so like, like packing the walls with rock wool or something just to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Okay. But it's just a good way to do it. All right. So... I just, you know, I've always kind of avoided steel studs for that reason, is just because of the noise transmission. It always sounds like it's tinny, like a snare drum that... I, it, I don't know. It just feels different. We've done basements with steel studs before, and I just didn't like the way the sound traveled through it. it well, most of the time, like all of our ceilings and, and most of our walls, we do 5-8 drywall, which helps in itself because yeah. it's heavier and thicker, so you don't get that tinny sound in a way. But it's, I don't know. It's never really been an issue. But like I say, you can do the sound bats in there, and it makes it work out pretty good. And you get to see, if you go watch that, it's on the Facebook, and we'll have that posted up on our youtube page later today if you don't have facebook but um you have a nice shot of uh what is that like a bay what is that on what's yeah that? the house backs up to a lovely bay yeah it's pretty cool so well this particular house it's going to have a dock with a you know your boat lift right but not normal boat lift this boat lift will actually rise up to the dock level and it sits on rails and then it's got a mule or a hydraulic trolley that will pull the boat into the garage so it has a boat <laughs> garage in the back of the house <laughs> So, Excellent. yeah, I'll, I mean, as we keep going forward, I will, uh, you know, I'll post some of that stuff. Yeah, that that's going to be pretty cool to see how that goes together. You had a question there, Robbie? I have an email. Okay. Try this. I have an email. Okay. Can we sing the song? You want you want the song? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I've got that handy or not. Let's see. Nope. Nope, I don't. But I can I can get it for you. Okay. This was to Ron, Robbie, and Rich at MightyHouse.net. So Ron at MightyHouse.net. Whoa, email? We get email. We get your email That was loud. Yes, it was. Boom, boom, boom. Here's your mail today. Unka chunka, unka chunka, unka chunka, unka chunka, unka chunka, unka chunka, unka chunka. Hello. I have a cedar deck. Hi. That needs to be stained. Hi. Hi. That sounds like Rich would say that. Which would be like, move along, Robbie. <laughs> it is not new. You know, but it's Ron who's doing it. Hi. <laughs> you know what, Rich? I love you very, very much. <laughs> the best part last week was in the comments after the show was over, you said you weren't called snarky once. <laughs> you said there was still time. Yeah, that was the best you never part. Used, you never used the particular word during the whole show. Yeah. yeah that was the best part of my day on Saturday. <laughs> I haven't been called snarky once. Okay. I have a cedar deck that needs to be stained. It is not new, and it has been stained before. But the stain has worn off, mm -hmm. and the boards look a little rough. So I need to clean it, lightly sand it, and stain it. Could you tell me what grit of sandpaper to use and which brand of stains you prefer? I prefer a solid color stain. Looking forward to today's show. 
180 and Cabot. So the end. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: if it's peeling and stuff, you you know, first you may want to actually just if if the old stain is peeling, and you've got checks. If you hit it with a power washer, you'll clean it up and and brighten it up a little bit. But you really want to be careful. If it's cedar or a redwood deck, you want to make sure that you don't hit it with the power washer too hard. You may just want to use a hose and a broom and like scrub it or a scrub brush and then let that dry. Because the power washer, the water will get inside and it will rot out your boards. No, it blows it apart. It actually blows the fibers of the decking apart. And now it gets really splintery. Um, and you have to really be careful with it. And the water will get in and rot out your deck. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, the water will get in there and rot out your deck. Thank yes, you. Robbie. Okay, so if you if you do that, if you're going to clean it up, if it's got a lot of dirt and grime on it, instead of just sanding it, you may want to hose it down, take a broom, like like a push broom, and just scrub it, and then hose it all down really good. If you're going to use a power washer, be careful. Don't put it on uh, really 3, high thousand psi. Right. Use a use a, a a wider fan tip on there, so when you wash it and clean it up to get all the dirt and grime off of it, that it's just it's blowing the dirt off, but not actually damaging the wood. And then, like uh, Rich said, I'd be using a hundred grit because I just I that's think, pretty coarse. Yeah, um, but one eighty is going to make it a little bit smoother. A hundred is going to like get the job done now, you know. Well, a hundred will. It'll- will tear up a lot of the wood fiber i mean like when you build furniture and stuff you don't use sandpaper at all use a scraper so you want something that's got a sharp clean edge and you drag it perpendicular to the wood surface and that will actually do more to smooth it than sandpaper so that's why if you go with 100 you still got to go over it with something else because you're opening up all the pores you're tearing up the fibers so that's why you always go 100 150 180 220 you know and then you can go even you know finer 320 and so on just saying, right. depends on the shape of the deck, you know, how bad it is. But if you put on a random orbital sander and just go over the whole thing nice. But if it's got the uh, particular water sealer stuff that sells at big boxes that's really high in wax, yeah. um, you're really going to have a hard time sanding it. You're going to have, it's going to keep clogging the sandpaper. Yep. And see, for, and that's what's peeling off. Right. And that by using 100 grit, I would think you're, you're, you're going to open the pores a little bit more. That stain will be able to soak in there and grab a little bit more. That, that's, that's why I It'll would say. It'll come out 100. darker. Oh, yes. Yes, it will. Um, so that's why I would be using the 100. And, you know, the, the 180 is going to make it nice and smooth. <laughs> really make it nice. Uh, yeah. So if, if you've got a newer deck, you may get away with that. If it's an older deck, and you need to clean it up a little bit more, then you might want to drop down. Start with 100, and if it looks okay, you're fine. And uh, otherwise, then you can always step up to the 180 once you've done the, the heavy lifting and, and right. use the 180 to finish it off. Um, so that, that's another option there, too. And then Cabot Stain is, is the one. Um, Sickens is another one. It's hard to find, but that's a Swedish stain, and uh, that, that works really good. We've used that before. Mm-hmm. But uh, Cabot stains is always it's always really been a good quality stain, and if you use a solid stain, that's better uh, for UV than uh, semi-transparent stains. So semi-transparent stains are not going to last as long as a solid body stain. No, but I mean, if you did a cedar deck, you don't typically want to use a solid color stain. But but again, you, maybe you do because you know cedar just grays out. It sure. never looks like it does the day you put it down. But and nor will it ever look that good again. Which yeah. is kind of the <laughs> the bummer of it, because you like that right. look. It looks awesome for about two or three months, and then after that, it's it's gone. 
and you right. never get it back. It never looks the same again. So, all right. Hey, we got another break. You know what's next? Clutter Clarity. Are you ready for that, Robbie? Yeah, 200 things to get rid of right now. Oh, jeez. 200? So yeah. we're going to get through what? Three of them, Rich, yeah. you think? But I'm not even going to talk about them. I'm just going to read the list. Oh, oh, okay. Here we go. Let's see how this works. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why, why must life be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? <laughs> It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and on HomeImprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. You can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. You will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. If somebody wanted a newsletter, Rich, and they wanted to f- sign up to get the Klein tool bag, or w- know what the Klein tool bag was, and what the next month's Klein tool is going to be. Well, if you want the newsletter, you got to trot right on over to MightyHouse.net. Go to the trot. Contact Us page. And fill in your first and last name, your email address, and scroll on down and click on Boom Done. You'll know who's going to be on the show. There'll be a link right there to Sarah Goose's website. You know, we were trotting. Yes. (laughs) See, he just ignores us. Yeah. (laughs) He's the adult in the room, which is very scary if you really think about it. He is the oldest one. He is, isn't he? Aren't you really old? Yeah, by 11 days, he's the oldest. Something like that. Yeah. I'm much older than Ron. (laughs) So maybe you guys are twin brothers. One just... 11 days apart. Right. But that could happen. Oh, sure. Sure. Or, Or his dad or my dad were like, you know... Like messing around on on our moms and you know. Ew. Oh yeah, that can happen. Sorry. Ew. Uh huh. Why? I don't. I, hey, you don't know. Luckily, Rich and I don't look anything alike, so it's pretty safe. Right. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, safe. I'm pretty sure it's not that. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to win the Klein tool bag that we've got right here, this orange one that we've been showing on Facebook, we've got another hour. You got a chance to call in eight seven seven. 711-5611. Talk to Trixie. Just you, when you get when you call in, you're gonna have to wait because she's got uh, phone lines backed up. But uh 877-711-5611. We've got an hour left of the show, and we will be giving that away at the end of the show. So every chance I get, I post on Facebook yeah. to call Trixie and irritate her. Yes. Because I love when you guys do that. Yes. So please. Because it keeps her off our back. Yes. Yeah, that's she why comes like in. It. We have our headsets on. We can't hear a thing. And, and she talks. I know. Oh, I know. I know. It makes me nuts. <laughs> and she's like, and then we're like, yeah, whatever. Trixie, we're on the radio uh-huh. right now. We're on the radio. So please, 877-711-5611. Not Just only, keep busy. Yeah, yeah. Not only will you have a chance to win this really cool $73 gym bag. Yeah. Klein. My name's in the drawing. Right, Trixie? Yeah, Robbie. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you know who the uh, tip, or not the tip of the week, but the uh, Clutter Clarity is sponsored by? Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor. 
Hopefully, they're gonna, Aaron might come in next week. Too. Igor. Yeah. Or Igor. It's I. It's no. not E. But it's an Igor. Igor. Vamanos! Do you have a disarrangement disorder? Yes. Can't seem to get Possibly. that jumbled hodgepodge chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purgeification. Because Robbie, with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder, this is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. Did you know we sang on this show? Lord, help me get away. Is that what you call it? Shut up. Because only you can save me now from this misery. Rich is Karaoke was last night. Yeah. I've been lost in my own place and I'm getting weary. How far is heaven? And I know that I need to change your, your, my ways of living. Your carrying bag. It smells fresh. <laughs> it the doesn't cl- smell like fresh air. No. It smells like it's new. Fresh. It's got that new car smell. It does. This is really, really nice, Pete. 877-711-5611 if you want to take that bag away from uh, Robbie. Yes, and if you really, really want. Ron will autograph it for you. No, no, no. Yes, no. he will. No, I won't. Yes, he will. Now, here's the thing. This bag is not really supposed to be a gym bag because I was looking up the yep. details about it, and yeah. it's supposed to be to have your tools in there. Sure. And there's drainage holes on the bottom. Sure. Because you wouldn't need drainage holes well, unless you sweat a lot like Rich. You wouldn't need No, Randall. That's, for, that's Randall's gym bag right yeah. there. Okay. So... We're going to run as fast as we can. I, what I can tell you is Clutter oh, Clarity is dang. powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor, I said dang, Andrew. Are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Go. Okay, 200 things to get rid of. <laughs> Pull as, up a chair. As fast as we can. Okay, okay, let's see if you can do it. Ruled notebook paper. Ruled notebook paper. You can't even donate ruled no, notebook. Don't explain them. Just name. Just go down the just, list. Just run down the list. Fine, but sometimes you have to. Okay. We know what ruled notebook paper is. But I'll I'm just on. saying you would think that you can <laughs> donate it somewhere. You can't. Fine. Placemats, napkins, tablecloths that never get displayed. A hole punch you never use. Plants that don't brighten your spirits. You know those leg... I want to explain, Rich! <laughs> she can't do it without explaining. Go. You know nope. what people are going to say, then don't, what's wrong with plants? Those leggy, ugly ones? Uh-huh. Okay. The spindly ones? Yes. Okay. That's because Co- your grow light's too high. It needs to be lowered. I thought he said my girl light. Like, what are you what? talking about? Ew, move on. Ew. <laughs> coasters that go unused. No one uses coasters. I can't help myself. Broken <laughs> clocks. <laughs> Old sports equipment from days gone by. Kitchen knives no one uses. I have literally like 30 kitchen knives. I'll use one once a week. I still have my Air Force uniforms. I can't fit in them. I couldn't even put a leg in them. That's different. That's oh, your Air it? Force uniform. Okay. It's not 30 kitchen knives that you'll never use. Okay. So it's okay for me to keep my old uniforms. Yes. Okay. Good. Old Thanks, baby Robbie. gear. Bring it in one day. I want to wear it. Old baby gear that you no longer need. Unused picture frames. I cannot tell you how many people save hundreds and hundreds of picture frames. I don't even know why. They just do. Spare change laying around. What? Duplicate pocket knives. Oh, Whoa. no, wrong. You are not taking any of my pocket knives. Old wallets, outdated computer software, um, pesky email subscriptions. That's something that I need to get off of my phone. I get a million Ooh. emails that I don't need. 
Used ink cartridges. Recycle them. What? Take them to Best Buy. I don't know why people would have those laying around. You, <laughs> ma- you mail them back. Old fortune cookie fortunes. You ever open somebody's junk drawer and they find little fortunes there? People, they're not real. <laughs> they're what? not real. No, of course they are. No. So you say, like, look what my, I'm going to have a really good year because this piece of paper told me so. Okay. Old cell phones, recycle. Extra folders, binders, labels, etc. If the extra ones don't fit in your file cabinet, people, don't store them somewhere else. You don't need them if they don't fit. You don't need a cabinet for them. Address labels. Do you ever really use all those? Yes, I do. I'm out of them right now. I need more. They need to send me more. You don't just print your own? No. How hard does it go to put... Done. I don't want to write all that. I like I like just pulling the sticky thing off and going pink done. I print my own. I just you go buy the paper and you just print them when you need them. Yeah, I can do that too. But you know, all right, turn Junk off mail. turn off your mic there, uh, fresh meat. So yeah, what's she what's she going tricks. about? She's going on there two forty. She just yapping away in the background. Oh yeah, there. yeah, I know. Well, that's because all these people call Everybody in. Everybody call eight seven 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 one one five six one one. Junk mail, plastic children's plates and cups that they've outgrown. Please, you, you know what? If your kids are like 20, let's just say, throw out those because when they have children, you're going to want fresh. You're not going to want to store things away. Speaking of which, <laughs> when you store old things, you know what happens? Mice become, get into them. They get old. Yeah. When you store your kids' doll clothes from when they were little and you're saving for your grandchildren, you have it up in a plastic bin in your attic that's not sealed. Uh-huh. Mice go in there, and they make homes. And then when you take out all that doll clothes stuff, uh-huh. you know what happens? The people who have to take it out for you, they get to deal with all the mouse poop and pee and shredded stuff. Uh-huh. There get you go, Rich. Ding, ding. There you go. Damage uh-huh. stained clothing. <laughs> Scarves you never wear. Gifts you don't love. Don't have a shelf of gifts in your house that you don't love. Dried flowers. Oh, my gosh. They crumble. like They're not decorative. They're not pretty. Get rid of them. Okay. One earring that you're like, one of these days I'm going to find the match to this earring. You're not going to find it. Well, you could be cool and just wear one earring, like Jose in there. He, you see, he's just got one. Jose has one earring? This is we'll be back right after this. I have to talk to his father about that. Turn.